Welcome to this episode of Sunday Reprise, where we bring the church to you and deliver nothing but the truth. Brought to you by Maranatha Family Church International Ministries in Davao City, Philippines. We hope this message will bless you. Let's go. So, praise the Lord. I know uh, we're all excited also no, to hear what message we have prepared for you. Actually, uh, I have so many things in my heart. I have lined up topics in my mind and in my heart. I'd like to share, okay, in advance about the current uh, events of the world. But then, uh, of course, while we have the opportunity to do it, we have to encourage, we have to prepare, we have to uh, uh, establish the faith of Christians, okay? Mm. So you know what to do, you know how to prepare your hearts. No, in in these uh, times of uh, uh, birth pains, you know, uh, to give you a tip, you know, Jesus, he was having these birth pains, and he prayed to the Father, and he had this sweat like drops of blood. You know, he said, "Father, if you know, if it is if possible, possible, take this cup from me, but not as I will, your will be done." So you see, that night it was like a birth pain before that thing happened before he was arrested and he he gave his life in our place okay so and then jesus changes change everything he made everything new okay the, the something i mean the the old covenant on animal sacrifices were done away okay because this time it's only through the blood of the lord jesus christ so again the world is going through birth pains and uh, and we're, it's drawing near Jesus coming. Hallelujah. It's All near. right. It's, it's coming. near, very near. So how near are we? I mean, the, the thing is we know the whole story already. Who won the battle? Okay. But what we don't know is the timing. That's why all eyes on Israel, even on the elections on the U.S., Okay, because that has something to do with Israel. All right. Uh, anyway, that's not my topic. So <laughs> let's go back. I just that's those are just just take it as a teaser. Okay. Um, our topic for today is about communion. Okay, it's uh, some calls it bread breaking. Okay, that's a common term. But then uh, I'd like also to share with you what. The Jewish people are celebrating. Okay, what's the equivalent of what we call communion? They call it Hanukkah. Okay, uh, we celebrate communion, uh, the communion that our Lord Jesus Christ modeled. You know, before the night before he was arrested, you know, he broke bread uh, and then passed the cup to his disciples. So it was kind of revision of the Old Testament Passover. Okay, the Two years after the, the Exodus, the Lord said, you do this every year to commemorate you know, the deliverance of the Jews from the hands of Pharaoh, uh, how God redeemed them. And then in the New Testament, when Jesus, uh, uh, Jesus showed his disciples about, you know, I mean, how to, uh, to do uh, 
this New Testament Passover, which is what we call today communion. Alright? So, but uh, concerning the Hanukkah, the Jewish people celebrates Hanukkah. Uh, it's a tradition associated to the miracle of oil in see the lighting the the, the lamps and it lasted for a week and uh -huh. uh, that's a miracle okay and um, it's also a symbol of God's salvation in times of trouble so you have to study history in Israel I mean the Maccabees and and, and, and how it all started when this this king the wicked kings started to desecrate the temple okay but that's not my topic again but it's gonna happen again okay it's gonna happen again soon and it's gonna be the final uh, leader who would like to rule over the world and it's in the book of Daniel and it's in the book of the Revelation you have to read those books so so where is Hanukkah in the New Testament okay according to some Jewish teachers We'll find it, we can read it in John chapter 10, 10 verse 22, okay? Where it says, um, Then came the festival of dedication. Okay, that is for them, for the, some teachers, uh, Jewish teachers, they say, festival of dedication referring to Hanukkah at Jerusalem. It was winter, he said, and Jesus was in the temple courts walking in Solomon's colonnade. And the Jews who were there gathered around him saying, How long will you keep us in suspense? If you're the Messiah, tell us plainly. Jesus answered, did I, I did tell you, but you did not believe. The works I do in my Father's name testify about me. Verse 26, But you do not believe because you are not, you are, because you are not my sheep. Whoa! That's a very tough uh, answer to hear from the Lord Jesus Christ face to face Jesus telling this uh, Jewish teach, uh, teachers who did who oppose him he said you don't believe because you're not my sheep so you who are watching who are listening uh, this uh, watching this broadcast right now are you on Jesus side do you believe in Jesus or do you oppose the teachings of Christ so you know where you are right now in this situation if Jesus is here he will tell those who does not believe the same thing okay so we are going to give you an opportunity to be in Christ today so just hold on and wait so in this particular scripture you see the Bible says Jesus made this trip to Jerusalem to attend a festival and that festival is believed to be what? By some Jewish teachers, they believe that festival is the, the that dedication was the Hanukkah. Okay? And also, Jesus gave an important encouragement to his fold, to his ship. Okay? That is something that I want John to read. Uh, so, if you are part of Jesus' fold, of Jesus' ship, this promise is for you. Okay, John, uh, verse 27 to verse uh, 30. My sheep listen to my voice. Mm -hmm. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. No one, no one will snatch them out of my hand. 
My Father who has given them to me is greater than all. Mm. No one can snatch them out of my Father's hand. Mm. I and the Father are one. Wow! So how many uh, security? I mean, uh, the, the passwords or... <laughs> so you see, Jesus said, My sheep listen to my voice. Do you listen to Jesus? Okay, do you adhere? Do you, you know esteem the word of god do you put importance okay to what the bible says that's very important to know whether you are in christ or not if you're in christ for you the words in the bible especially the words that were written uh, i mean as i mean uh, spoken of uh, by jesus himself that must be something that is precious for you okay that you will honor okay he um, said, my sheep listen to my voice. I know them. They follow me. Do you follow Jesus? See, examine yourselves, friends, while you're listening. Verse 28, I give them eternal life. Okay, Jesus gives eternal life to those who what? One? Hear. Hear my voice. Number two, people that he knows. Okay, number three, who follows him. Okay? Uh -huh. All right, so he said, I give them eternal life. One and number two, he said, They shall, never, they shall perish. never perish. Okay, that's number two. Number three, no one will snatch no them. one will snatch them out of my hand. You see what promise? I mean, that's again three, but then he added another, you know, for us it's another security level of security. It says, My father who has given them to me, or G the father led us to, to, to Christ is greater than all no one can snatch them out of my father's hand meaning you have to give your life to jesus so you can be in safe hands <laughs> in the hands of god you are safe in god's hands okay but you have to give your life to jesus friends and he said i and the father are one the word one here is not numerically one it's uh it's uh i forgot the term unified it's one unified one it's it's uh three in one it's it's like something like that it's a, a made one it's like the husband and wife the two will become one flesh okay so my my wife and i are not one uh, person we are two different distinct persons but we are made one through uh, the wedding uh, through you know well what marriage through marriage okay thank you Sudart. so uh the same thing J the jesus said i and the father are one mm -hmm. the, the jews thought that jesus was claimed that he is him but jesus said no 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 said i and the father are one they are uh one of the same same nature now now look wait, wait. um maybe that's another topic to discuss okay but Another thing I would like to point out in this chapter, okay, this is not part of my topic, but I think this is part of the cure. Because in the body of Christ, there is much division, much misunderstandings, and, 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 uh, and it caused pain in the body of Christ. Uh, it, it, the, there's a lot of uh, issues and topics that were uh, connected to this and brought confusion. Okay, uh, now let me bring this to light because this will also help 
uh, a cure or treat some of the disease that crept in the, the, the body of Christ. Uh, okay, just listen to this. Okay, so we're going to include this one before we, uh, we celebrate communion. All right? So this is about the conflict between Jesus and the Jews that opposes him. Okay, about his claim that he is the Messiah. Jesus claimed to be the Messiah. Okay, but then, uh, but then he mentions something that brought confusion to Christians of today, but not during that time. Because the Jews that Jesus was addressing during that time in John chapter 10 knew exactly what Jesus was trying to tell them. Jesus, when Jesus said, didn't I tell you it was written in your law, you are gods? So the people before, they understood where in the law is that phrase, you are gods, is found. So the Jewish, the Pharisees, the teachers of the law, they understood what Jesus was pointing at. But the Christians of today, this is the problem now. The Christians of today thought or, or, or takes it, uh, I mean, or receive it differently. Okay, they said, oh, Jesus said you are God, so we are gods. Just like <laughs> the, the, the Greek mythology, like, you oh. know, there's so many gods and etc. So here's the thing, friends. I want you to open your heart and mind and listen carefully listen well again the Jews that Jesus was talking to during the time they understood what Jesus was saying where Jesus uh, where uh, Jesus is coming from yes and the quote is. the quote that he was that he mentioned oh, you yeah, are God's okay? original text yes the original text but the Christians of the day not everybody understands because they don't have a basis they, the, all, the, their basis is just what they read in John chapter 10 that says, you're gods. Okay, let's, let's uh, read this one. Uh, John, verse 31 to 39. Okay. So what happened when Jesus said, I and the Father are one? Okay. His Jewish opponents picked up stones to stone him. Mm. But Jesus said to them, I have shown you many good works from the Father. For which of these do you stone me? All right. We are not stoning you for any good work, they replied, but for blasphemy. Because you, a mere man, you claim to be God. <laughs> Jesus answered them, Is it not written in your law? I have said you are gods. Mm -hmm. If he called them gods, to whom the word of God came, and scripture cannot be set aside. Mm -hmm. What about the one whom the Father set apart as his very own and sent into the world? Mm. Why then do you accuse me or of blasphemy because I said I am God's son? Okay. Do not believe do not believe me unless I do the works of my, of my Father. And but if but if I do them, even though you do not believe me, believe the works that you may know and understand that the Father is in me and I in the Father. Again, they tried to seize him, but he escaped their grasp. Yes, because it's not his time. Okay, oh. remember everything has its time. All right. So if God will not allow it, then it will not happen. But if God will allow it, He has a plan. Okay. So let's go back. So you see here. Uh, they accused Jesus of blasphemy because he being a mere man he claimed to be God 
Okay, but Jesus said, no, I did not say that. I said, I am God's son. So he was trying to say that uh, he is not him. So he is another person. But that is not what I want to point to today. We're looking at verse 34. Jesus answered them, Is it not, is it not written in your law, I have said, you are gods? Okay. If he called them gods to whom the word of God came, and the scripture cannot be set aside. Therefore, we have to look for the uh, the source of this uh, argument in the Old Testament. Where mm. is that? Well, Jesus said, is it not written in your law? Oh. Okay, you cannot set that aside. We have to read that because that is the basis. Okay, so what about the second point? Jesus said, what about the one whom the Father set, uh, set apart as his very own and sent into the land? Now going back. Jesus, they said in the verse 33, for blasphemy, because you, a mere man, claim to be God. So he was accused of blasphemy, right? And then Jesus said, Jesus told them in verse 34, is it not written in your law, I have said you are gods? Yeah. Again, 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 again. Jesus was what? He was blamed for what? Okay, uh, blasphemy. Blasphemy. And Jesus said, you are gods. Can you imagine that? Isn't that, isn't, uh, uh, wait, wait, wait. Is it not written in your law, I have said you, you are, are gods? gods. <laughs> so, let's see that. Oh. Okay, you might wonder where in the Old Testament, where in the law, the you are gods thing, the you are gods uh, that Jesus reiterated came from. Okay, let's uh, read Psalms 82. Okay, so let us allow us to show you the basis or the source of Jesus' statement, you are gods. Okay, it's written in Psalms 82. Let's start with verses 1 to, uh, this is not 6, uh, verse 8. John? All right. God presides in the great assembly. He renders judgment among the gods. Okay. How long will you defend the unjust and show partiality to the wicked? Okay. Uh, defend the weak and the fatherless. Uphold the cause of the poor and the oppressed. Mm. Rescue the weak. Rescue the needy. Deliver them from the hand of the wicked. Mm. The, the gods know nothing. They understand nothing. Mm. They walk about what in darkness. What kind of gods is that? <laughs> okay. the, the gods they that know nothing. They understand that. Okay. Indeed. They walk. <laughs> what? They, they walk they know nothing they understand nothing they walk about in darkness all the foundations of the earth are shaken and then verse 6 now so this is the thing the the the, the quote that we're you know trying to show you i said you are gods you are all sons of the most high but you will die like mere mortals you will fall like every other ruler mm -hmm. rise up O god judge the earth for all the nations are your inheritance. Meaning God is the rightful owner of everything. Yeah. Now, let's go back. Okay, God or Elohim. This is uh, from the uh, Jewish Bible. Okay, Elohim presides in the great or divine assembly. Okay, it's an assembly. Uh, some teachers would like to 
quote the the version where it says council of the gods oh. okay <laughs> council of the gods and they they uh, interpret it this way that there is a council that god needs counsel a uh, counselors okay or like an equal where god can consult okay what to do with what's happening in the world what you know things like that it's like a senate or like congress friend god doesn't need people or god doesn't need advisors and consultants <laughs> you have to understand that that is not the context for this scripture mm-hmm. god does not need counsel when the bible says divine assembly or council of the gods or great assembly uh y- you know what does this thing mean you have to understand it the, the whole chapter to understand the context it says he renders judgment among the gods why because this great assembly is supposed to be representatives of him to the people mm. they represent him to the people mm-hmm. that's why they are a council that's why in israel they're, they're called ha elohim or the gods okay but what does it mean it means it refers to the council of judges or a what judicial body judicial body the judiciary so here's the thing listen here in our city when you go to ecoland i mean the bus terminal in ecoland in front of the the gate Uh. you see a big uh, department or a big building structure and you will read on top of the building what does it say hall of justice right hall of justice during that time if you go to israel what you will read is not hall of justice it's ha elohim it's what the assembly of ha elohim the gods okay so in davao you will read hall of justice in israel long time ago they call it ha elohim okay the assembly or or the council divine assembly or great assembly now so you have to understand that this is referring to the judicial body so what in verse 2 how long will you so what is the point here they are unjust judges okay how long will you defend the unjust and show partiality to the uh, how long will you keep favoring the wicked you're always on the side of the wicked okay it's like when somebody gives you a bribe somebody gives you a money then the truth will you know will be a lie or, or the lie becomes the truth it's mm-hmm. it's something like the, the reverse no justice that's injustice yeah. so these are the unjust judges now let's go back to john chapter 10 hey 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 listen up john chapter 10 what did they do what did, uh, jesus was accused of what they, blasphemy yes they accused jesus of blasphemy and jesus said you are unjust judges you judge me wrong that's why jesus said jesus reminded them okay jesus reminded them didn't i tell you it was written in your law long time ago i said you are gods gods or you are ha elohim you are the the same great assembly council of the gods who judges okay wrong Mm. wow that's that's the context friends 
We, the Bible does not teach we are literally gods like the Greek mythology is teaching. We are not. Okay? So, uh, it says here, uh, verse 6, I said, you are gods. Okay? Council of Judges or judicial body supposed to represent represent the righteous God. By the, hindi ganun na nangyari. Okay? So, you are all sons of the Most High. Meaning say, you are all God's people. He was referring to what? To the Jewish people. You are God's chosen people. Okay? You are created beings. The same thing. Meaning to say, you are not God's because God can create. God is a creator and we're not creators, friends. We are created beings. The creator and the created beings are not equal. Amen. Okay? So, listen up. But you will die like mere mortals. You will die like men okay meaning to say even if you are given authority to judge your fellow men being judges okay they have authority to handle disputes to to, to resolve uh, problems in the community but though they were given authority over other people they say the, the Bible says you will fall like every other ruler so you are rulers though you are given authority to rule but you will die. Meaning to say, you are not immortal. You are not God. Mm. Period. It says, you are not God. Okay? Verse 8. Rise up, O God, just... Okay, etc., etc. So here's the thing, my friend. Going, let's go back to John chapter 10. John chapter 10. So when Jesus mentioned... Did, uh, where is that verse again? Uh, uh, 34. 34 yes is it not written in your law i have said you are god so you have to go back to the old testament because jesus said is it not written in your law so do not misinterpret this because if you misinterpret this you will misunderstand the context and that will lead to error any truth held unbalanced leads to error that's what my uh, spiritual father mentor said uh, Bishop Wesley Ross he said any truth held unbalanced will lead to error so you can pick truth from the Bible but if you take it you know out of context or just emphasize one side of the truth and not the whole counsel of God it will lead you to error so my friend I hope some of you who used to believe that you you qualified to be his co-equals like you know like uh, you, you can be part of the council that God uh, is looking for uh, you know <laughs> go back to the scripture read the context okay read it and 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 don't just read any commentaries from other uh, writers because you have to listen to Jewish people, to, to the teachers, those who knew, those who understand culture, okay? Because you have to interpret scriptures and you must consider also the culture during that time, okay? Um, I hope uh, that uh, enlightened many of you. So going back to our topic, why is our topic the cure? Okay, what do we need to cure? What is the disease that needs medical treatment or cure? Okay. The disease that we are pointing today, okay, 
in this message is a disease uh, or, uh, that that no host hospital no doctor can cure no medicine can treat and no vaccine can protect okay there is no vaccine for this sin except mm. for one okay all right uh is that good yeah um it yes it's recording it's so recording okay maybe okay. we can re-upload so this. the <laughs> internet is slow but i hope ah it's, it's, it's okay yeah we can That's re-upload zero. this later. all right all right so this is this message is very important my friend this this message is very important no no wonder why you know the enemy is trying to <laughs> shut down our uh, signal again because i i'll tell you I, i'll repeat this part okay uh this uh, disease that we're trying to talk about today okay is is a disease that no hospital can cure no i mean no medical doctor can cure no medicine can treat no vaccine can protect okay it is the consequence or the outcome of sin oh so what kind of disease are we talking about it's it's called sin mm. sin okay this sin issue issue is far more threatening okay this sin issue is far more threatening more harmful more da- dangerous than all viruses combined okay mm. all bacteria and viruses and fungus and and you know all of those uh uh body invaders you know you can combine all of those but you know what this sin thing is more deadly okay more deadly more deadly than covid okay why because the consequence of sin is eternal damnation again the consequence of sin is eternal torment okay but god took care of sin already and if god uh, can take care of this uh, sin problem uh-huh. then he can surely take care of the germ problem right <laughs> he can yeah. also take care of the, the the virus problem now let me uh, let us read uh, romans 6 can you read that uh, romans 6 23 romans 6 23 this is a common verse uh, for the wages of sin is death but the gift of god is eternal life in christ jesus our lord that's right so the penalty okay the the the, the payment the for consequence sin, okay the consequence of sin is death and all of us the bible says all have sinned mm-hmm. all of us have sinned yeah. sinned so but the gift of god is eternal life through jesus Christ. so the solution is there the cure is there mm. the cure is found in a person oh yes okay the cure is found in christ jesus the, the bible says but the gift of god is eternal life sin is dangerous and deadly it will kill you twice mm-hmm. okay physically the, and spiritually physically and spiritually the second time will be forever it's gonna be a torment forever mm-hmm. but but here's the thing but the gift of god is eternal life in christ jesus our lord yeah so jesus is the solution jesus is the cure hallelujah amen john 10 10 okay okay john 10 10 
the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy mm -hmm. i have come that they may have life and have it to the full all right so point is jesus and the devil okay <laughs> different directions contrast it's contrast really okay it's north and south direction it's like uh, the devil is uh comes to kill steal and destroy but the god gives life okay um uh, john 14 6 john 14 6 another common verse jesus answered i am the way the truth and the life no one comes to the father except through me that's right so jesus is the way you cannot go to the father except through him okay john 3 7 says okay another scripture uh-huh that would be you should not be surprised at my saying you must be born again okay who said that christ jesus the savior himself again we have been telling you time and time again i think in almost all of our preachings online that the savior said you must be born again okay so if you're looking for the answer how to be saved jesus said you must be born again it's not church membership friends yeah if you are attending a church that says uh you have to be baptized you must be you, you know, must in be this church yeah or, yeah it, that's wrong because mm -hmm. that church does not exist during the time of jesus and a lot of jewish people are not members of your church of that <laughs> church so are we saying they cannot be saved now the point here my friend is this it is jesus he is the solution he is the cure he is our salvation okay no one goes to the father except through him and and, and we also read that i have come jesus said to give us abundant life and we also read in romans 6 that god gave us eternal life in christ jesus our lord so there's no other way we must be born again okay now here's another verse that i'd like to read this is somehow uh, advanced okay it's uh, when when jesus will take his people and then uh, this is an event at the time okay revelation 14 actually the only thing i'd like to read uh, in this uh, particular scripture is the word is in verse 11 okay in verse 11 but uh, it's not complete if we don't start with verse 9 okay yeah. but focus on verse 11 okay again see revelation right. 49 for uh, 9 okay a third angel followed them and said in a loud voice if anyone worships the beast and its image and it receives its mark on their forehead or, or on their hand mm -hmm. They too will drink the wine of God's fury, mm -hmm. which has been poured full strength into the cup of His wrath. Mm -hmm. They will be tormented with burning sulfur in the presence of the holy angels and of the Lamb. And verse 11. And the smoke of their torment will rise forever and ever. There will be no rest day or night for those who worship the beast and its image or for anyone who receives the mark of its name. This calls for patient endurance on the part of the people of God who keeps who keep his commands and remain faithful to Jesus okay last week this was our topic the test 
of endurance. Was it the test of? Oh yeah, it's about endurance. Okay, this cause or patient endurance on the part of the people of God who keep His commands and remain faithful, be loyal, remain faithful to Jesus. Okay, uh, going back. Okay, it's about receiving the mark either on your forehead or on your hand. So the mm. Bible did not say you. Th these people will receive the mark of the beast on their forehead and on their eye. No, no, no. It says either or both. It's up to you. It's up to those people. I'm sorry. So <laughs> here's the thing. These people will drink the wine of God's fury. It's the seven bowls. The uh, so this is the third. This is the full wrath that will be poured on the earth, which mm. has been poured full strength into the cup of his wrath okay yeah but we christians we are not destined to wrath okay we know that now they <laughs> will be tormented these people who does not belong to christ who submitted to the authority of the beast of this one ruler which is futuristic they will be tormented with burning sulfur in the presence of the holy angels of the lamb now if you think that's it and then you die and then you're gone wait a minute hold on just a minute I want you to focus on verse 11 it says and the smoke of their torment will rise forever and ever oh why would the Bible mention the smoke of their torment scary That's scary yeah yeah it's scary and forever and ever meaning to say it does not stop <laughs> it's forever and ever and you see the smoke and people are you know screaming in pain okay for not siding on Jesus for not believing in Jesus for for, for not committing their lives to Jesus for following another Messiah okay and it says there will be no rest day or night for those who worship the beast and its image no rest for those for anyone who receives the mark of its name no rest for them no rest that's hard and it's forever so like we said okay like we said that this sin okay this sin issue is far more threatening more harmful more dangerous than all viruses combined okay sin is more deadly than covid 19. Mm. okay and 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 what kind why because the consequence of sin is what eternal death. damnation death yeah. eternal torment friends eternal mm. torment I would rather be tormented for a short time than to be tormented forever and ever and ever and ever. Okay, so I hope the mess got across and you understood the point. You must be on the right side. Whose side are you on? Okay, you have to pick the right side. Yeah. side on Jesus yeah you need to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior you must be born again that's why in the New Testament there was this revival um, uh, in Acts the book of Acts chapter 2 and 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 then you read from book of Acts chapter 2 that every day daily okay disciples or believers were added to their numbers and and not only that but that they go from house to house celebrating communion they break bread from house to house and why is that what's the significance uh, of doing you know communion or breaking of bread 
because the bread and the wine okay uh, uh, symbolizes Jesus what Jesus did in the cross for us and so today that we will do okay last scripture 1st Corinthians 11 uh, beginning from verse 23 to verse 26 for I received from the Lord what I also delivered to you, mm -hmm. that the Lord Jesus on the night when he was betrayed took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Do this in remembrance of me. Meaning to say, let's do it. Okay, that's why we're doing it today. Online. Okay, next verse. In the same way also, he took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Mm. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Wow. So, friends, uh, this is very important. This is not just another ritual or rites that we do in church or here online it's not something like that but we remind the enemy okay first we remind ourselves and remember what Jesus did for us mm. second we remind the enemy uh, the book of Psalms David said in the book of Psalms you prepare a table before me before in me presence. in the presence in the midst of my enemy in the in the in the eyes of the enemy so the enemy is reminded that we were bought with a price mm. okay that the enemy does not own us anymore mm. does not have rights yeah and that the curse of sin is broken Mm -hmm. Okay, and we are given freedom, freedom from the indeed. power of sin and death Amen. because of what Jesus did in the cross. Indeed. And in and friends, you are included in what Jesus in the redemptive work that Jesus did in the cross two thousand years ago. Mm -hmm. Okay, and it's available for you. Take it; it's yours. The only thing you need to do so that you can be one of the benefactors of what Jesus did is to give your life to Jesus you surrender your life to Jesus come under his lordship so that you are included kasama ka okay you are included with the uh, in the benefits that Jesus is offering the whole world meaning mm. to say Jesus offered forgiveness okay and how do you receive forgiveness you have to come under his lordship you must be born again into his kingdom Okay, now that you belong to Christ, so all the promises of God are yours too. Amen. Okay, isn't that good? <laughs> so, all you need to do is, you know, acknowledge that you're a sinner. You are a sinful man. I mean, the sin was passed down from generation to generation, from the time of Adam to the time of Moses up to the present time. That's Romans chapter 5. Verse 12, you see, sin was passed to all men. Because our forefathers cannot pay for, the, for their sins, so uh, it was passed down. So imagine that. We are indebted. Sin is a problem, friends. But in Christ, He took our sin and died in the cross. Paid the price. Why? Because the payment for sin, we read that, Romans chapter 6, is the death. payment for sin is death. And He 
He died in our place. Yeah. All we need to do now is give our life to Jesus. Make Him your Lord and your Savior. Okay? Let us pray. Let us give them the opportunity to receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior. Okay. If you want to give your life to Jesus right now as your Lord and Savior, I want you to pray after me. Say, Father in heaven, in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, I admit that I am a sinner. I have sinned against you. And Lord, thank you so much, Lord. Thank you for dying in the cross. Thank you for dying in my place. Today, I give my life. I surrender. I commit my life, my heart, my spirit, my body. I commit everything into your hands. Lord Jesus, I confess that Jesus is my Lord and my Savior. Yeah. I give you everything. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So friends, if you gave your life to Jesus as your uh, Lord and Savior, that's the beginning. That's the first step. Okay? Uh, and and uh, if you prayed that prayer uh, seriously from the heart, then welcome to the family of God. Okay? You are part of the family of God and you can also now participate in the, the, the communion uh, today. Okay, so before anything else, we're going to uh, play um, a worship, a worship song. A worship song. Go ahead, John. Yeah. 
Wow, that's a wonderful rendition of that song. What's the title of the song again? Jesus. All in all. All in all, or you know, it's actually a it's a medley. Ah, okay, okay. Thank you so much, uh, Vishwa, Angeline, and Rego. And Rego. Okay, so for allowing us to to use it, to share it. Yes. Indeed, it's a timely. I mean, it's a it's for a school project, but yes, you know. And they won first prize. Glory to God. <laughs> and right now we have the privilege to actually to show this to it, people yes. and to minister to the hearts of people. Such a great message too. Timely message. Yes. Amen indeed. So Jesus is our Redeemer. He's the Lamb of God. Why, what do you mean Lamb of God? He, he became the sacrifice. He was the sin offering that was sacrificed for us. Okay? That's why early... Uh, a while ago, I mentioned to you about what Jesus did. See, uh, and, and so today, uh, and thank you so much for those of you who gave your life to Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Um, we read to you First uh, Corinthians eleven twenty three. This time we're going to uh, partake of the bread and the wine. So if you have uh, biscuits with you. John. Okay, big part is yours. <laughs> Let's pray. Father, thank you so much that we can do communion, that this quarantine thing cannot stop us from commemorating the good news, the gospel, the redemptive work that you did in the cross 2,000 years ago. So today, Lord, we remember your covenant. We remember the agreement. Lord, we remember your covenant with us that through your body that was broken in the cross, we receive freedom, we receive healing. By the stripes of Jesus, we're healed, and we also receive new strength, Lord. So this bread, this biscuit stands for your body that was broken in the cross for us. Indeed. Bless this in Jesus' name. In Jesus. Partake of the bread. Now, in uh, 1 Corinthians 11, verse 25, it also says that in the same way, he took the cup, okay, after supper saying this cup is the new covenant in my blood. That's why he said new covenant because the old covenant has to do with uh, the Passover, you see, uh, the, the, the Israelites exodus from Egypt, from, from Pharaoh, so to the promised land, okay? So they were celebrating that year after year, and they call it Passover. But when Jesus came and introduced his, because he was about to die, mm. give his life. And he said, this is the new covenant. Wow. Okay, remember that. New Testament, this is the new covenant. That through the blood of Jesus, our sins are wiped, are, are washed away. Okay, um, we are made righteous through the blood of Jesus. So partake of the cup. Let's pray, Father. Bless this cup. We believe that through the blood of Jesus, our sins are forgiven. Without the blood, 
there is no forgiveness. We believe that, Lord. So thank you. We receive the blood of Jesus because blood is life. As life is in the blood, as we partake of this, we receive new life. We receive life and, and our, we will be rejuvenated Lord, through the blood of Jesus. Thank you for your presence, oh God. Yes, thank Lord. you for eternal life. Bless this cup in Jesus' name. Thank you, God. Wow. So, let us thank the Lord for everything. In your own words right now, wherever you are, now you understood and you realized maybe today you, you receive a lot of revelation. Be thankful. Okay, in your own words. Pray to God. Say, Lord, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And... Um, Hallelujah. Father, we give you the glory and praises. Thank you for blessing this message. We pray that there will be more people who will be blessed by this message today. Yes, Lord. Okay, we may we may have two parts, part one and part two, all together in one, uh, one day, in one Sunday service. But Lord, we pray that they will watch both of them. And that uh, especially those who need to hear the gospel of God, we pray that they will hear that. And to Christians who need to hear about the, uh, the, the, the topic on the you are God's uh, misunderstanding and, and misunderstood uh, teaching or, or out of context uh, the interpretation. Lord, we pray that these Christians who were confused with that topic, Lord, I pray that they will... Um, uh, they will watch and understand, Lord, what we discussed earlier in this episode, in this broadcast, in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. And amen. amen. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for joining us. Keep in touch with us via Facebook by going to facebook.com slash mfcdvo or search for Maranatha Family Church Davao on Facebook, where we also stream our church services. Again, that's facebook.com slash MFCDVO. God bless. <laughs>